Hi there, it's Sharon Hesp here, the Good Gut Girl. So welcome to my podcast. So today we're going to be talking about poo, the poo podcast. So poo, it's such a subject. It's either frowned upon or talked about with gusto. And depending on your family circumstances, it will not be talked about or you will talk about it every night almost at the dinner table. The reality is it's just a bodily function. Everybody poos. The question or the problems usually arise because people are pooing too much or they're not pooing enough. So let's talk about how often you should be pooing. The reality is that you should poo after each meal, a little bit in and a little bit out, just like you see your pets do if you have pets. So I have a dog, so I can only speak for dogs, but I feed my beagle in the morning, he does a poo, I feed him in the afternoon and he does a poo. Easy. But, you know, you would expect a dog of a naturopath to have a great digestive system. The reality is, though, that as long as you're pooing once a day, that's a good thing. If you're pooing too much and your poo is runny or explosive, then that's not ideal, as you may be in danger of nutrient malabsorption as the poo is transiting through your digestive tract far too fast and there is no time for nutrients to be absorbed. Sometimes this can happen if you have a food intolerance. The culprit may be wheat or dairy, and sometimes it could be an egg intolerance, and often egg intolerance will cause explosive diarrhea. Other causes of diarrhea can include hydrogen gases, if you have a SIBO or a fructose malabsorption problem, or you may be producing too much hydrogen sulfide gas in your small intestine. Sometimes an overgrowth of yeast can also cause diarrhea, as can a parasite infestation. Now, the reality is the only time you should have diarrhea is when you've ingested a food that contains bacteria or you have gastroenteritis. Diarrhea is your immune system's way of getting rid of something that should not be there. This is why sometimes you should let the diarrhea run for a day or so. Haha, <laughs> run for a day or so. That was not supposed to be a joke. Um, so when at, when you get food poisoning, you should let it go because your body is trying to get rid of the bacteria that's in there, okay? But that's only when you had food poisoning or only when you have barley belly. And you can let it go for a day or so until that bacteria is out because that's your immune system and it's doing its job. But that's not the case if you are having diarrhea daily or once a week, even a couple of times a month is far too much. There's something going on. And then we're, then there's also the problem of people that don't poo enough. So, you know, if you're not pooing once a day, it means that you are constipated and you are not pooing enough. Even if the pattern throughout your life has been that you have only ever pooed once a week or once every three days, and that's been the case for 60 odd years, that does not mean that it is normal, okay, because it doesn't. Um, you know, it means that you're constipated. And this is really not normal. So the toxins from your poo are constantly recirculating around your body, creating inflammation and toxin overload. So constipation can be caused by a food intolerance. And the casein in A1 dairy is a common culprit. But I do see people become constipated from many foods. You know, it can be caused by too much methane gas in the small intestine. This can be due to a fructose malabsorption problem or a SIBO problem. Uh, sometimes constipation can be caused by wheat. Um, any sort of food intolerance can cause constipation. Um, constipation can also be caused by parasites, yeast overgrowth, 
And sometimes even if your thyroid is underactive, so if you have hypothyroidism, then you won't poo as much as you should. So if you'd like to know what a normal poo should look like, Google a Bristol stool chart. You should be aiming for between about a type three and a type four. And there's also a Bristol stool stool chart that's available for children. So um, it's really important that the younger children in your family know about poo. Uh, so then they can tell you if there's a problem. So print off the chart, put it on the back of the toilet and ask them when they do a poo, okay, what was your poo like? And you'll see on the children's Bristol stool chart, it's great. The number one is like little pebbles and the number six or seven is like gravy. So it, they make these food associations with it, which is absolutely fantastic. Then if you have food particles in your poo, that may mean you have a lack of digestive enzymes in your gut. And colour matters too. Your poo should be a nice chocolate brown. So if it's mustardy in colour, your liver may be under stress. If it's black, you may have a gastrointestinal bleed somewhere and you need to see your doctor immediately. Smell is also a big problem for many. Your poo should not stink like the dead. It should smell like a healthy compost bin. If your poo floats, then that may indicate you're not absorbing your fats as well as you could be as the oil is on the outside of your poo and oil floats on water, so you're just not absorbing it. So I hope this poo podcast has given you food for thought. It's important to know about your poo. It can tell your health professional a lot. So when I um, when a patient makes an appointment with me, I get them to fill in quite an extensive intake form, and I want to know all about your poo. I want to know what colour it is. I want to know what shape it is. I want to know how often you get diarrhea, how often you get constipated. I want to know, is there food particles in there? I want to know all of the things that I've talked about today. So, you know, get up to speed on your poo. It can tell you a lot about your health and it can tell your health professional heaps. So that was a nice brief podcast for today. Thank you for listening and be on the lookout for my next one. Thanks.